bring in two of our very favorite happiness contributors around Live Happy Magazine. We've got our science editor, Paula Phelps. Hi. And we've got section editor, Chris Libby. I'm still not 100% sure what that is. I'm sure it's awesome, though. You edit sections? I do. Oh, very good. See, we learned something today. If nothing else, we learned that. (laughs) What we do in this segment is we go around and share our favorite facts about positive psychology that we have gathered in the last week. We kind of discuss them and uh, give you a superficial look at this. And then you can go to a blog post that is posted to our website, written by Paula, and learn more should you so desire. And we do this in random order. So let's start this time with Chris Libby. Thank you. Uh, quality friendships get stronger with age, and also Ooh. they make us healthier and happier. Interesting. Yeah. I, that, I was a little bit worried when you said we were going to be talking about relationships, that yeah. it was going to be love line with uh, Libby. But no, it's friendships. <laughs> no. Could that That's be good. the song dedication, I'm not going to get a play? Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, you can hold off on that. Yeah. So okay. friendships that get stronger can make us healthier. Well, yeah, quality friendships, not frenemies. Yeah. Right. aren't the greatest. But as we age, um, they can even – this new study – because we, we talk a lot about relationships mm-hmm. in, here at Live Happy. It's one of the staples on, on being happy and staying happy in your life is having quality relationships around you, even with family. Um, but a recent study from Michigan State University that was also sponsored by the National Party. Institute of Aging says that long-lasting quality friendships can have positive effects on our health and our happiness. And slightly more than our personal family relationships. So, you know yeah. what? That makes sense to me, though, because if I think about the people and if I've got an issue that I want to discuss or, you know, something, it, it you would think that, OK, I'll go to my parents who are older than me and know me and they've been through this. But the first people that I talk to issues about are uh, my wife, who is my age, my best friend, who is my age uh, and, and those meaningful friendship type of things. What? What what about you, Paula? Are you finding yourself uh, relating more to lifelong friends? Yeah, I think uh, with myself, I like a really nice balance of I've got friends that I've had since fifth grade mm-hmm. and then new friends that I'm meeting every day. And I think having having a nice mix of it can really do a lot because you you get different things from each relationship. And one thing that's yeah. interesting, Brigham Young had done a study and they found that having more friends can actually be as beneficial as quitting smoking or exercising in terms of your lifespan. Would it be better, and this will tie into my fact, which we'll do here coming up in a minute, would it be better to have more acquaintances or fewer deep connecting type of friendships? Uh, you know, I think it's the, what this study says is actually the quality friendships. Those quality life, over life, quantity. Yeah, those lifelong bonds. Um, and one of the main reasons is uh, you can't, you know, more t- times than not, you can't choose who your family is. That's <laughs> you true. Can choose your friends. <laughs> you like to keep the people, like-minded people around you. So, you know, some That's of true. the things that you get out of friendships, uh, it activates that oxy- oxytocin, which is that love chemical. Uh, it reduces stress levels, provides emotional support, wisdom, and guidance. That's why Yoda lived to like 899 Get a years. lot of friends. <laughs> a lot of wisdom to share. <laughs> a lot of friends. Uh, it wasn't until Luke came along that it kind of screwed up. He messed that up. Yeah. Well, I have to say, though, as, as interesting as that fact was, move on to the next fact we must. <laughs> Since your fact tied in with my fact, let's go with my fact this week. It's that people who are happy tend to prefer deeper conversations to small talk. 
And I'm starting to wonder, and Paula, maybe you can speak to this more, if this is a chicken or an egg thing. Is it that happy people tend to be more involved in deeper conversations, or is it that these deeper conversations make people happier? Because the study release says that the people that uh, are being monitored and their happiness levels by observation are higher tend to spend far less time alone. They tend to have more meaningful conversations where like 75% of their daily conversations are actually deeper is it just because they attract more people, do you think? I mean, why why does this seem to be the case? Well, one thing, the word that you used that really hits on it for me is meaningful because mm-hmm. um, we know that happy people tend to have greater purpose and greater meaning in their lives. Therefore, it makes sense that the conversations that they would have, they want to have more depth and meaning to. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think that all, all ties in together. It's a, it's a, it's a lifestyle and a mindset that it's not that they're intentionally going out and say, I'm going to be deep. It's just that because of their predisposition to pursue happiness, they, they want to go a little deeper. Hmm. I also think this is important because the climate that we're in in the world, without getting uh, controversial here, I think people are afraid to have deeper discussions with people. Um, because you never know who's going to believe one thing or another, and then a fight can start. And so a lot of people um, prefer the superficial conversation, and that's why I'm kind of hoping that if we can convince people that the deeper conversations will actually lead to more happiness, even if they lead to disagreements, um, maybe we can get people talking to each other again instead of posting vaguely about each other uh, on Facebook <laughs> and Twitter. Which Oh, you're not – you're not supposed to be doing that? I, I think that's not probably very good, especially if they can figure out who you're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not very hard. Um, well, and deeper conversations can be uncomfortable too, you know, and that, that can yeah. be part of it too. If you're uncomfortable with yourself, if you're not in a happy place, you don't necessarily want to have that deeper conversation. That's true. It definitely leaves you more vulnerable, and uh, that can be a scary thing for a lot of people. But, you know, uh, deeper conversations, you tend to care when you connect. You care more. You mm-hmm. empathize. Uh, you want to know. And superficial, you really just are just saying things to hear words come out of your mouth, I guess. But Yeah, it's kind of that thing of when, like, you're walking down the hallway in the office and you see someone and you're like, oh, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're not – you don't care who how that person is doing. You're just – that's another way of saying hi. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, good. <laughs> I've got a I've got an axe sticking out of my back and my cat just got lit on fire but I'm just going to say good cuz it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> I mean whenever you do run it's into a, terrible a person scenario. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just didn't know you saw me the other day with that. <laughs> Let's move on to our third and final fact and that is Paula's fact. Well, I really struggled with even sharing this information because I think we can get a lot of mixed reaction out of it, but There is a new study that has shown that instead of having that afternoon cup of coffee, you can get as much of a boost from walking up and down stairs for 10 minutes. And not Mm. only that, you will feel happier and more motivated. I think Paula is in the pocket of big stare, first of all, (laughs) number one. It's stairs over Starbucks. Uh, (laughs) I like that. What if you have to go upstairs to get to Starbucks? Do you get double the boost? I would think so. I think you, you can have it all. I'm imagining that this has something to do with endorphins and the energy because I know that it, there was a time period where I was getting up very early and uh, working out, and then I decided, now nah, I like sleep a lot. 
but I in during those times I didn't have to have coffee or caffeine at work. Is is that what it is? Is it the endorphins or the adrenaline that gets you going? Well, I think a lot of it. We know what exercise does with your brain. How it really wakes you up. It starts using a different part of your brain. So if you've been sitting yeah. at your computer, sitting at a desk all afternoon, now you're using a different part of your brain as opposed to pouring a cup of coffee and staying in the same place anytime you change your state you start changing the way that your mind is is acting um Mm. and one thing i was really interested in this study didn't touch on it but if they if you do this with somebody else now you're adding in what both of you were talking about and that's that social connection so what would happen with that there are a couple of people around this office who i know will take off every day and uh they will go on a walk and they seem to be a lot happier when they come back Maybe it's just because they're going and robbing banks during that 30 minutes or maybe I, – I don't know. But uh, they definitely uh, have, have improved their happiness levels by doing that. And it's the, uh, the social connection. But also I would think that just getting away from this office for 15, 20 minutes can be a godsend. Yeah, I mean I think one of those people you're referring to is me because we do do that every yeah. day. Um, you rob <laughs> banks, Chris? Yes, we rob banks oh. every day. Wait. Um, <laughs> no, walk. We go on walks every day. Yeah, just walks. <laughs> Normal walks. Yeah, but we do that to break it up because, um, you know, it gets the blood moving. It's in the afternoon when you get that, you know, that sometimes you get that lull to where you mm. want to fall asleep. Um, but, yeah, it does it does wonders for us. It, well, right now it's getting really hot out, so it's like walking on the sun, so we have to do it earlier, but – then we get a Smash Mouth reference in the show. That's always good. Uh, I'd, I'd imagine, you know, you're supposed to get however many minutes of exercise a day or a week. If mm-hmm. instead of reaching for a frosty beverage that is uh, created in Waco, Texas at 10, 2, and 4, if you just reach uh, for a partner and uh, go out and take a little stroll around the building, you're going to get that uh, energy boost. 